Hey, thank you for joining us. My name is Taylor. I'm here with my claims manager, Chris. And we actually are talking about something really important that is more in the commercial claims realm. Loss of use kind of kicks in on the residential side too. But really what we're seeing recently is insurance companies not wanting to fairly and fully pay business interruption claims. So we are working on a commercial property that has had wind damage. We've worked on another property that was fire damage. A fire occurred in a restaurant. This other property we're working on right now has wind damage. And ultimately, what, is, what has occurred, Chris, to get us involved for like the business interruption side of things? So just so you guys know, I'm going to talk Chris up a little bit. He's a genius when it comes to this. We got about $70,000 more than the insured expected on a fire claim for business interruption, like $70,000 more than they were expecting because Chris was able to figure out a way to structure it and present it to the insurance company where the insurance adjuster was like, oh yeah, we need to pay this. So good job, Chris. With that said, what are we kind of Thank facing and how are we getting to this point where people need us not only for their initial loss, but also their business interruption losses? Sure. Now that's a great question. By the way, it was 92,000, by the way. Because oh, I bad. stand by that number. Nice um, work, bro. I like it. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of my background, too, coming from the math side, mortgage world. But anyways, long story short, just to keep things simple. If for some reason you have a covered loss and your business is interrupted by any means whatsoever, the insurance company should owe for that. Now, there's multiple different situations. Um, let's say someone actually, like that fire claim, this person actually owned the building. So it was their business that was being effective, but it gets a little trickier sometimes too. When you have a commercial building, you have multiple tenants too. Yeah. Because it's like, who's paying who, especially if you have to do construction and one of the tenant has to physically be out of that um, space for like a whole month. Well, now how do you figure this out? Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Sometimes what the insurance companies are going to do is say, well, they just need to file a claim, you know, with their own insurance carrier. That's yeah. not always the case. It really right. is not always the case. Right. And again, there's so many different situations. So it's hard to just say this particular avenue works best with this one. Right. But for what we do, we just take a step back. We know, okay, the answer is yes, they owe for it. Now, how do we figure this out to where it makes sense? And we use different methods for each claim that's going to uh, right. obviously make that insured whole again. So, and so that that's it. So one of the things is the calculations, right? And, Obviously, the insurance companies are here to make a profit. They they want to make money too. And I always say, like, so do we. We're in business as Bellator claims to make money, but by helping people, not by screwing them over, right? And so that's what we all we want from the insurance companies. Like, hey, we get it. You want to make money. However, you, insurance company insured, came together in a policy contract, and now you owe for the loss, and it should be calculated in a way that's most beneficial for the insured. As long mm -hmm. as it's not detrimental to the insurer, I get it. There's that mm -hmm. fine line, right? It's got to be fair to both parties and calculated in a fair way. Like, give me some just high level basics without getting into details of how did you go from $0 to $92,000 mm -hmm. on that business interruption? Sure. That's a great question, too. Well, just kind of some basics on, you know, that particular situation was, okay, this was a unique situation because technically this business was not open yet. Now they're a franchise. They had five or six different locations, but during the actual construction on this one, 
the build out, if you will, the fire occurred. So this person technically didn't have this business open yet, but they're losing money. I mean, if you can't open, let's say in February, and now you got to open all the way in September, that is lost revenue. So we had to get a little more creative on this one. It's like, okay, well, this person is a good business owner. Why don't we look at their other five locations? Let's see what they did for the first six months to a year. And right. even their most recent location that they opened, what did that revenue create? And we were to, based off that information, we were able to put together an awesome report to the point to where the adjuster didn't even really understand it, which is actually kind of the good thing because the adjuster referred it to what's called a forensic accounting firm. And they got involved and double checked my math and everything was like, oh yeah, I mean, this makes more sense. And so yeah. basically they were just going off of my work. Now, of course, this insurance company had to spend because I saw what they had to pay this other, you know, um, accounting firm. It was like over $7,500 when you could have just, you know, listened to me right in the very beginning. With right, right. And so, so I actually that- prefer it when they go to some kind of professional right. forensic accounting firm because then it's just like, okay, we're talking numbers here. Let's just get on the same page. And so, right. Yeah, man, you bring up a good point. Like, I'm not an expert at everything. It's impossible to be. So sometimes you have to pull in experts to actually do that. It sounds like the adjuster made the right call by pulling in a a forensic accounting firm that could actually Mm -hmm. look over your numbers. And they're just like, yep, stamped approved, Mm -hmm. which is awesome, which means you're doing an amazing job, which means you'll do an amazing job for our future clients as well. And that's one of the things that I want people to understand is like, yes, it can be complicated, but it can be worked through to get the bo- the best possible results, as long as you have somebody like Chris um, that, that knows what's going on, right? And that understands how to present it and package it up in a way that it's easy to read because Chris actually created the report that then was used to basically have the forensic accounting firm just verify the information was correct. And then with that information, they paid $92,000 of business interruption, which... I don't really think that the insured even thought was possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and keep in mind too, that this wasn't just like an extra $92,000 where the insured was like, yay, this is what the insured was supposed to make with right. this location. So again, it's all about making sure that we properly and fully, wholly, you know, bring that person back up to like, this never happened, basically. Pre-loss condition, right. Pre-loss condition, exactly. So, yeah, and I, I think you bring up a really good point. Because I know public adjusters get a bad rap, like, oh, you guys inflate claims. Oh, you guys are just going, like, you guys are just doing this, that, that, eh, 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 eh." right? Are Mm -hmm. we? Are we? Or are we just asking the insurance company to pay based on the contract that they have with the insured? And that's exactly what you're talking about, is everything that you got in that business interruption was legitimate and reasonable. Mm -hmm. And those two things combined create a fair even playing field for everybody to win on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, hey, the insurance company paid out. Taylor and I would be doing something else. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, dude, you bring up a good point that I've said on so many other videos is if the insurance company did their job, public adjusters right. like Chris and I wouldn't have a job. No. Right? So I continue to do these videos to bring awareness to you as insureds, property managers, contractors, whatever it might be, if you're a risk manager, you know, something like that, that you know and understand that you're not being treated fairly. The the four Ds, right? Delay claims, what insurance companies do. Deny claims, diminish claims, which is just underpaying what's fully owed. And then also forcing you to defend the claim, meaning take take them to court, which is also unfair, right? 
But ultimately, we want to help you avoid all of that and overcome mm -hmm. some of that stuff. We're going to do more videos with Chris and I as we continue on and make more progress on some of these really large claims we've just gotten. So just know that if you have a property insurance claim and you are stuck or it's not getting paid fairly, contact us today. What I want you to do is I want you to go to bellatorclaims.com and I want you to fill out one of the contact forms or give us a call and we're going to figure out how we can help you win your claim and go from here. Chris, any last words on business interruption or anything else that you want to bring to this? No, I think you uh, you hit it out of the park at the end there. I mean, at the end of the day, this is what we do for a living. And we all have our own kind of specialty that we work together on a team very, very efficiently. And so right. okay, all of our, our clients are extremely happy with what we bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about communication on another video. But man, the communication and the level of communication that we provide to our clients and the insurance companies is top notch. And that's why we get amazing results. So thank you so much. If you need help, go to bellatorclaims.com and we will help you win your claim.